Hello and welcome to the 1909, the podcast that takes an in-depth look at some of the state news's biggest stories while bringing in new perspectives from the reporters who wrote them. I am your host, Kelly Winters, and this week we will be discussing state news article How the BLM Movement Compares to the MLK Jr. Era Civil Rights Movement, written by Verena Daniel. So, Verena, can you give us a little summary of your piece? Um, So it was about exploring the way the Black Lives Matter movement stemmed from the civil rights movement of the Martin Luther King Jr. um, era. So the two had the same motivations, um, you know, equal justice and rights for Black Americans. But with changing times and technology now, um, we're seeing that the Black Lives Matter protests are widespread and the responses to incidents of brutality are instantaneous. Um, The fight for racial equality in America never really ended um, because the necessity never went away, but the movement itself has changed and adapted. That was a great way to put that. Um, I know MLK Day is usually recognized by many schools, universities, businesses. But this year, I think a lot more people were kind of in tune to, um, you know, civil rights and what the movements kind of meant. Um, What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on the weight that both of these things are carrying and how that might look in the future? Right. Um, We observe this day every year to acknowledge the important work um, MLK did. But I think for Black Americans um, and people of color this year felt different because um, we've realized that the job is not done, um, but the people who are leading the movement now um, are continuing where he left off. So after the summer we've had, I think it was a good day um, to kind of reflect on where we are and understand that there's still a lot to do. For sure. Um, so I, while I was reading your piece, um, one of your sources had mentioned that for many students, the death of George Floyd was kind of the first catalyst to a civil rights movement that um, they kind of had encountered in their adult lives. Um, a lot of us, and by us, I mean college students, young 20s, late teens, um, were very young um, when uh, the death of Trayvon Martin took place. And I know I was 12 when that happened, and I think at the time I didn't really realize what was going on until I got into high school and my teachers started talking about that. So how, how do you think um, like students' perception to kind of what we're going through has been affected? Um, I think that that's part of the reason why we're seeing such a big change in the Black Lives Matter movement as well. Um, the civil rights movement was about, um, you know, a few, uh, a few specific leaders and they were mostly men. 
um, and you know they were adults. Now we're seeing youth and women kind of come up to the forefront. And a lot of that is because um, as we've gotten older, we've grown up in this environment where systemic racism and police brutality um, have made news and um, it's culminating in this movement. And as we've gotten older, we're understanding that, um, I think we always understood that it was very sad what was happening, but now we're starting to grasp the, the reality of you know, systemic racism and what allows us to happen. I think you raise a really good point um, that might be a little a, a newer aspect to um, civil rights movements um, is the fact that so many more uh, women and children are kind of um, getting involved. Um, so that's that's a very um, compelling shift to see. Um, also, in regard to that, um, you have had a you your article included a lot of really uh, nice sources, and one that particularly stood out to me was Charlotte Batchelor. Um, I know she talked about Malcolm X a little bit. Um, can you kind of speak to what she had to say? Yeah. So um, she talked a little bit about um, the Malcolm X quote about uh, the black woman being the most disrespected person in America. And, um, and we saw that with Breonna Taylor. Um, and that's what she, what she was saying. Um, you know, a lot of these cases are young black men, but now we're seeing um, black women are also being targeted. And um, she also said that uh, doctors are to black women um, as police are to black men. She said that there is a lot of discrimination in, um, in healthcare for black women. Um, she said that she's had personal experiences where she is, um, where she's faced discrimination in the healthcare system. That is a, uh, well, before I move on, is, I, if you want to rephrase any of that, you can. If not, I can just go back and kind of fix it up. Okay, cool. Um, that offers a very, that's like a very interesting, uh, perspective to have and that's really that's I think that's offers a lot of food for thought for a lot of people um can you discuss your involvement with the piece and how you got involved with the story yeah so our managing editor Samaya reached out to me um about doing a story on this um topic and I thought that it would be really interesting because um, we are seeing this rebirth of the civil rights movement and, um, you know, you don't really stop to think about uh, how far we've gotten from the MLK era. We just kind of um, pause and reflect on the day every year, but um, I think it was a very eye-opening experience, um, especially as a non-Black person of color. Um, I, you know, I've always appreciated the work that MLK did. Um, to make America a place where non-white people have the same rights and opportunities as white people. Um, and recently with the Black Lives Matter movement um, and the elevation in racial tension in America, I think every marginalized community is feeling some level of uneasiness. 
but we're not all experiencing it the same way. So, um, so I think it's important to have the opportunities like this to um, kind of sit back and listen and have a better understanding of the issues other communities are facing so that you can truly stand in solidarity with them. So I'm really glad that I got to do that. Thank you for joining us this week for the 1909. You can follow us on Twitter at The State News, on Instagram at State News, and at statenews.com. Thanks for listening.